Hey, it's Andrew Nimick of the Oregonian in Oregon Live, bringing you a special edition, an emergency edition of the Recruiting Trail podcast. Why do we need an emergency edition of the Recruiting Trail? Well, Dior Johnson, the number one point guard in America, the number three overall prospect in America, was expected to announce his commitment Friday. He was down to the NBL, the National Basketball League, which is in Australia and New Zealand. They had offered him a $1.2 million contract. He also had Alabama, Kentucky, Oregon, and Washington among his finalists. Instead of deciding Friday, he moved things up and announced his commitment to the Oregon Ducks Tuesday morning. In terms of ranking in his own class, being the number three prospect in the nation, he's the highest rated commitment in program history. In a vacuum, and just in terms of all-time rating, he's second only to Bowl Bowl. It's an absolutely monster get for Dana Altman. This is a prospect who projects as a lottery pick uh, in 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 the future in the NBA. And he's a player that a lot of people think has a lot of Kyrie Irving De'Aaron Fox in him. In other words, he's got the tools to potentially be a lightning quick, get to the basket, shoot from the outside, all-star point guard at the NBA level. They don't get much better than Dior Johnson. How did this happen? How did we go from Oregon's a contender on Friday to Oregon is the choice on Tuesday? Well, I reported and I started hearing some buzz late Monday night from multiple sources that Dior Johnson was actually much closer to making a decision than maybe people had thought and that it was kind of coming down to Oregon or the NBL, that he really liked Oregon, that he really, that the $1.2 million in the NBL was really appealing, but that he felt he was ready to make a decision. So late Monday night, I published a story on uh, Oregon Live And it was a premium content, premium story that said, you know, it was a prediction piece. And it said, I think, I think it's down to Oregon in the NBL. And I think it's going to be Oregon. And I think it's going to come earlier than Friday. It could come as soon as Tuesday. And sure enough, here we are, Dior Johnson choosing the Oregon Ducks on Tuesday. Credit right away, first and foremost, goes to Chris Crutchfield. If you had a chance to read some of the content from Dior Johnson after his commitment, he interviewed with ESPN, and he said his his interest in Oregon really started to pick up with Chris Crutchfield. That was a massive hire. Coach Stubblefield left Oregon staff to become the head coach at DePaul, and a lot of people wondered, with Stubblefield being gone, how will Oregon fill in the void there in terms of not only a a talented coach, but on the recruiting front. Stubblefield did a phenomenal job recruiting at Oregon. They bring in Chris Crutchfield, and already he's made a massive, massive impact on the program. Crutchfield was known as an elite recruiter. He was considered a special recruiter. He's a good coach, but he was also known as a great recruiter. He brought Trey Young to Oklahoma in the class of 2017. He also recruited Devian Harmon a really talented combo guard. He brought him into Oklahoma as well. Now, Devian Harmon entered the transfer portal this offseason and actually ended up essentially uh, through kind of back channels because Crutchfield actually had a stop between Oklahoma and Oregon. He ends up kind of following Crutchfield to Oregon, and Devian Harmon is expected to be an immediate impact player for Oregon next season. But in terms of the high school ranks, Crutchfield is credited with Dior Johnson, another major, major get for the coach. And not only that, but the other 
added piece here and the other added element of of Oregon's coaching staff in terms of their reputation. You've got Crutchfield who recruited Trey Young. Oregon, whether or not people see this as big NBA news, all caps, NBA news, it is big college basketball news that in the last two years, Oregon has produced two guards who won National Player of the Year honors. Peyton Pritchard won the Bob Cousy Award given to the nation's best point guard two years ago. And last year, Chris Duarte won the Jerry West Award given to the nation's top shooting guard. That is back-to-back seasons that Oregon's scheme, Dana Altman's program, has produced one of the nation's top playmakers at the guard position. And if you're Dior Johnson... You know Coach Crutchfield can develop guards. He's he's been able to spot them. He's been able to utilize them. He's been able to turn them into NBA All-Stars. And not only that, Dana Altman's system has been great at showcasing college basketball talent. I don't think anybody would debate that if, if Dior Johnson has a monster one year at Oregon, if he were to have an All-American type year, even an All-Pac-12, first-team, second-team, All-Pac-12 level year, let's, let's stay on the side of first-team, all Pac-12 level year, that would be more valuable in the long run potentially than the $1.2 million he might get in the National Basketball League. Because guys who shine in college, a la Trey Young, Trey Young was not necessarily viewed as a monster top five, top 10 pick coming out of, of, of high school. But he had that huge year at Oklahoma and suddenly he entered the discussion of a top four, top five NBA draft pick. Dior Johnson's a little bit different guy. Again, he's a Kyrie. He's not an elite shooter. He's not that Steph Curry, Trey Young shooter. He's more of a Kyrie Irving, De'Aaron Fox type. Really, really lightning quick. Unbelievable quickness. Can run the floor with lightning speed. Incredible ball handles. Uh, This is a guy who has elite NBA point guard skills, maybe more like John Wall, even that caliber of guy. And that's the kind of player that people project him to be. He was committed to Syracuse at one time. He's bounced around a little bit. He played some ball in in New York. He's now in California. Now he's committed to Oregon. He's got an offer from the NBL of over a million dollars. This is not over. This is a kid who's had been to a couple different high schools and now this is his second commitment. So Oregon's going to have to continue to fight to keep him in the mix. But in terms of what this means for the program, Dior Johnson is a potential game changer because as, as well as Dana Altman has done, and he's done a phenomenal job on the recruiting trail, Tyler Dorsey uh, was, I believe his first five-star, at least first five-star in a run of five stars. He's got bull bull, Lou King, Nathan Biddle. He's recruited five-star talent pretty consistently during his time at Oregon He's never had a guy like Dior Johnson. Bull Bull was a higher-rated kid in the all-time ranks for 24-7, but even the 24-7 guys, the elite national guys that I talked to in terms of evaluation, saw red flags with Bull Bull. Everyone did. You look at his body and you go, man, his health is a concern. Not only that, but Bull Bull built a reputation in high school for not being a very hard worker, not always being dedicated to basketball. Oregon did a nice job with him in the limited sample size they got. I think something like nine games or eight games at Oregon. He was phenomenal at Oregon for those nine games. But one of those red flags, and it wasn't dedication to basketball, it was health, reared its ugly head. And sure enough, Bull Bull, in terms of impact in college, didn't necessarily live up to his ranking. And again, he was ranked really high because of his ceiling If he's on the court, if he's motivated, if he's healthy, he'll be great. But 
there were a lot of folks who said that might be a pipe dream. The ceiling version of Bull Bull in college might be a pipe dream. There's just too many things that could potentially go wrong. Dior Johnson's a different animal. He's the number three recruit in the nation, and this is a kid that is projected as an NBA lottery pick, a one and done. In the time Dana Altman has recruited at Oregon, he's gotten five-star talent. He's developed quality four-star talent. Dylan Brooks, Peyton Pritchard, he's developed four-star guys, Chris Duarte, into, into NBA players. But Oregon hasn't been a one-and-done program. Not consistently. Not in terms of high school talent. Dior Johnson is the first time Oregon enters the fray with a guy that potentially we could be looking back five, six, seven years from now at All-Star Weekend saying, oh yeah, that starting point guard for the West, that starting point guard for the East, that's an Oregon alum. Oregon hasn't had that yet. And I think they're potentially getting that in Dior Johnson, who is, again, the best point guard in America. And you watch his highlights and his handles and his ability to get to the basket and the way that he shakes defenders. He is going to be beloved in terms of the fan base and in terms of social media because he's going to break ankles. He's going to have some highlight passes. He's going to have some highlight plays that absolutely blow people away, that absolutely stun people. And not only that, but because he's that guy, because he's not flashy, just fun to watch, entertaining, because of that, other guys are going to want to play with him. And that's a crucial point for him. He told ESPN, I want to bring in other guys. That's part of the reason I'm, I'm committing early, so I can get other guys to come with me. Who does he pair nicely with? Well, He'd be a great addition with five-star combo guard Zion Cruz. Zion Cruz, the number 17 player in the nation, the number four combo guard. He comes from the PSA Cardinals. That's the same program that developed Cole Anthony, who's in the NBA. It's the same program that recently uh, developed Frank Kepnang, who's obviously now at Oregon. Oregon has a what am I? The relationship, excuse me, has a relationship with the PSA Cardinals. They've successfully recruited PSA Cardinal players before. Zion Cruz is a PSA Cardinal guy. He's the number four combo guard in the nation. Oh, and by the way, he's scheduled an official visit to see Oregon in the coming weeks. And Oregon can now sell an elite recruiting class. Come be a part of the Dior Johnson Zion Cruz recruiting class. Come make it the Dior Johnson Zion Cruz recruiting class. That's what Oregon can sell to Zion. They've got a chance. They've got a pretty good chance. I think Oregon is in his top two or three programs right now. And I think the Dior Johnson... Commitment really helps them. We could be looking at new faces entering the mix for Oregon for the rest of this 2022 class. We could be looking at a situation where Oregon suddenly becomes one of the programs that a kid is considering to one of the main programs the kid is considering among the top 15, 20 kids in the nation because of the opportunity for a year to play with Dior Johnson. He's that special. He's that good. This is a massive, massive get. It's really genuinely hard to put into words how valuable this could be. In football, when you land the number one recruit in the nation, they develop for three years in your program. In basketball, they're there a handful of months, and then they're off to the NBA draft, and they're big names very quickly. Duke with Zion Williamson. You know, then everybody knows the names. Anthony Davis uh, at Kentucky. Everybody knows the names of guys, even when they're only there for a short time. They go, oh yeah, he was a he, you know he was a Duke kid, he was a North Carolina kid, and a one and done. Oregon's got a chance now to develop a one and done that potentially could develop into an NBA All Star. They have to hang on to him. Other pro leagues are going to offer him money to not go to college. He's going to have to decide he wants to go to college, and not only that, probably 
the name image likeness NLI rules, laws will have to be put in place. Dior Johnson will have to be able to profit off his name, image, and likeness by the time he shows up at Oregon, or else it's probably too big a gap to go from 1.2 million to nothing for that one year in terms of, you know, his one 19 year old year. He can make 1.2 million for sure. That's what's on the table at the National Basketball League. Going to college, you make zero. But if that name, image, likeness rule is put in place, with Oregon's connections to Nike, with Oregon's social media appeal. I think they were number one in the nation in terms of engagement two years ago last year across all athletics. Oregon Oregon would generate, or he could potentially generate at least $100,000, $200,000. That's what it looks like based on how the rules will be that, that athletes, elite athletes, top, top flight athletes will be able to generate quite a bit of money with their name, image, and likeness. So if that's in place... I think it makes it even more likely that he definitely sticks to his commitment and goes to Oregon. If it's not, it becomes that much harder. Dior Johnson is a duck. It happened a little sooner than people thought. Not a little sooner than I reported Monday evening, but still a lot sooner than we thought a week ago. Dior Johnson is a duck. The highest rated commitment in program history. Thus, this edition of the, emer- well, this emergency edition of the Recruiting Trail podcast. I'm Andrew Nimick of the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Thank you for listening.